All right, welcome back, welcome back. I know it's been a while. Uh, do promise to do better. There's been a lot of topics to, to talk about. Been trying to collect my thoughts and do everything to get these topics to you in the most professional and sound way that they possibly can be. Uh, but in regards to today's episode, what I want to talk about is I'm out of the 1990s from you know black sitcoms from the 90s from specifically 1990 on to I want to say about 2010 2013ish uh, and it's like the blatant colorism that you know is shown in the in like in black sitcoms um, where and when I, as I say this I wanted to preface it by saying uh, I was just a wee lad when these shows did come out but as I grew and would watch reruns of them that would you know air on MTV and whatever you know respective uh, respective networks I would start to see something as I you know grew older one notable thing is that there's always where there's always a predominant or um, prolific black fe- black woman Darcy and black woman character placed in a role where it's like a side character, but then she has some level of growth in the show uh, that allows her to blossom a fully grown character that allows for a plethora of different storylines to you know progress. And then somewhere in the mix, I want to say around like the halfway point or for a lot of cases, after the third season or the second season, it's pretty much taken away. Like they're just taken from the uh, taken from the the show completely, and then that's that's it. So, whereas I want to discuss today something that has always been an issue for me, right? Uh, is the fact that it seems as though as a black, as dark skinned black women, they're always alienated from Hollywood because. You know, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's a backstage thing. I don't know if it's um, something that just naturally happens, or if it's something that could be stopped. But it's it's um, something that is prevalent in you know multiple series. And the first one I want to talk about is the most notable one. You know, being the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I want to say aired for six or seven seasons, but I'm going to, you know, fact check that right now. So I think it ran for six or seven seasons. Uh, yeah, six seasons. So it ran for six seasons from 1990 to, I think, it was like 2000 to 1996. So pretty much in the months before I was born. Uh, still, I still love that show to this day. But you see like a tonal shift at like the halfway point. Um, if you watch the series, you know what I'm talking about. So you know that Aunt Vivian was portrayed, well, casted at first at, with Janet Hubert playing that role. And if you grew up watching it as I did, or if you watched it when it first aired, you've seen that Hubert's Aunt Vivian passionate about different things, a lot more vocal about different things, a lot more outspoken about different uh, topics, whether it be African American history, whether it be discrimination, uh, compassion, or just anything of like anything, anything, just just of anything. She would talk on a wide variety of different issues, 
would keep the family together and was a, a really enjoyable character, especially in season three where she was just highlighted and given such, such an amazing role. I really love season three of The Fresh Prince. I, I love the whole show. I love the whole show, but especially season three. Uh, season three was really a good, it was one of my favorite seasons, and I feel like that's just the general consensus of everybody. But along with that, again, backstage things or something, it, the story never got cleared, okay, the story never got cleared up, only thing I know is Janet and Will are now on good terms after Janet thought that Will referred to her as difficult, which is pretty much a headshot to the career of a dark-skinned black woman in the industry, and from there, she just was not able to get any form of, you know, of acting done. So, Around that time, they go and they get renewed for season four. And the first thing everybody notices uh, after season four, because then season three, they have baby Nikki. Start so season four, they bring home baby Nikki. It's, you know, Daphne Reed. Albeit she's still a good actress, uh, I did love the way that she portrayed uh, Aunt Vivian. But with that being the case, as Daphne took over. Aunt Viv's roles massively diminished. Now, I haven't seen the later seasons in a while, but from what I do remember, she didn't have a lot of prolific lines or wasn't allowed to speak in the same manner, manner and tone as the original Aunt Viv, Janet Hubert. And as I would go and see these different, you know, uh, sitcoms and everything, it was the same. It was it's pretty much exactly the same with that case as it is with others. Thinking of My Wife and Kids, uh, another one of my favorite shows where a you know dark skinned young woman was taken out in lieu of a light skinned woman. And I'm going to get to you know the potential reason why she was done done that for the first couple seasons as I remember seeing it. Jazz Rayco was played you know played. Uh, Claire Kyle. Uh, there's a lot of different episodes where she was more, a lot more vocal, um, and and a lot more instrumental to her health, and you know it made it more of a comedy slash serious type of series. Somewhere online, she was replaced with Jennifer Freeman. I do not have a problem with Jennifer Freeman, but her portrayal of Claire just made her like a clunky, dingy white girl, other than a strong, independent black woman. Like it's. <sighs> Even in this kind of a blanket statement, and I do apologize for that, but I, that's just strongly how I feel. As Claire's, I don't think Claire's um, character ever, you know, recovered from that. Uh, but apparently, to this, uh, it aired for five seasons, and apparently, do, 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 let me just get to the point. Play Michelle, blah blah blah. Had a role in the inaugural season, or well, after one season, uh, she was replaced. Let's see, for the first season, Ray Cole. And this is just an article from Showbiz Cheat Sheets. I'm, I'm going to skip over a lot of things, but uh, basically, the section I'm reading from is why was Jazz replaces Claire in My Wife and Kids, uh, and this goes on the state for the first season. Ray Cole played the middle, uh, the middle child, Claire. Kyle, uh, she was spunky, talented, and a center part of the show, but when the second season aired, Ray Cole was notably absent and addicted for the actress Jennifer Freeman had taken on the role. 
The role of Claire transformed totally, both in personality and even in appearance. For starters, Ray Freeman and Ray Cole were two different complexions. Ray Cole was a darker skin tone with natural hair, while Freeman was a lighter skin tone and longer curlier hair. Many viewers assumed that that's because the uh, Kyle family was made of actors of lighter skin tone, the Ray Cole didn't fit the aesthetic. Additionally, the personality characters were vastly different. When Rayco starred as Claire, she was filled with sass and talent. Free while Freeman's version was a ditzy, uh, was ditzy to say the least. Then uh, totally agree with that. The change is hard for fans of the show to adjust to. In addition uh, to why the cast and executive wanted a different actress, there's rumors that Rayco's mother had her removed from the show after discovering the upcoming storyline of Claire having a pregnant friend. Hmm. Um. Okay, that's, that's, I'm going to touch on that. But Raycole revealed in an interview with Christian Post that none of the rumors were true. I was 12 years old when I got the job. The producers wanted a different thing. They wanted someone a bit, uh, a little bit older. I wasn't ready for that. Raycole revealed I ended up going to New York to dance, which was my first passion. I really thank God uh, for that because I got to grow and travel. So, continue acting, uh, was on Soul Man, Quad, and uh, yeah. So, well, again, it comes in backstage, or you know, producers wanted to change it up, but you can definitely notice a difference between the two characters. So, similarly to like how you know Jennifer, not Jennifer, Janet Hubbard, Hubert, and Daphne, uh, yeah, Daphne Reed's uh, Vivians were drastically different. Not only the complexion and the personality, it was the same thing that happened to Claire Kyle. I remember, especially one episode where. Junior was getting bullied by somebody and she steps in to kind of help him out with that and, you know, give him a, you know, a bold of confidence. Yet, as Jennifer Freeman's character portrayal of Claire bursts onto the seams, it's apparent that it's totally, totally different. And it's for good, for good or bad, that's how it is. When she's introduced, she's more of a ditz. She's she's dingy. She's utterly annoying to me. She's literally just a valley girl, possessed with the intuition of a well, the fucking IQ of thumb, of, of gum. I mean, of the IQ of gum. And I just didn't like it. I didn't like that the sassy, talented um, Claire was replaced with a fucking valley girl ripoff. A literally darker. Home, skin tone valley girl and that's skin kind of a blanket statement and I don't like using that but that's how it was uh, I would rather have seen the entire show uh, being portrayed with a more mature sassy serious type of player than a dingy dimwit that just was allowed to be on there because I mean if that's not the case, and if those are just two instances where you're just like, well, that's just, uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, she even said it was because they wanted somebody older, and she wasn't that old, and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You can give me a bunch of excuses. You can give me a bunch of excuses, but there's one more that I want to talk about before I get into, like, a full synopsis, um, Meet the Pains. It was Tyler Perry's, no, 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 Meet the Browns. Yeah, beat the Browns. Um, what was the girl name? What was the young lady name? Uh, cast. 
TV show. Uh, dang, I'm trying to remember. The young lady's name... The young lady's name that was a part of... Uh, part of the family. There we go. Um, so, those are just a few instances of where that happens. Uh, with the latter, you know, with the third being Brianna from Meet the Browns, being changed from Brianna Roy to Logan Browning. Again, I love, and I'm going to preface this, all of these actresses, I do, well, all these women actors, I do love, right? I've loved their work and whatever they were in. I love the fact that they're all, you know, multifaceted and very talented. And in the case of the latter, the Logan Browning is in one of my all-time favorite shows, Dear White People. Now, even with that being said, these three instances just show off what is blatantly obvious. When you have a dark skin or a darker complexion, young black woman or a black woman in general playing in a TV show where the role is prominent, where she is saying something, where she is doing something, where she is actively vocal about something or vocalizing concerns or whatever about something and kind of portraying her in what society would want her to be portrayed as, it feels as though when she's replaced, the, either the role diminishes or she's just a fucking idiot or the cool little valley girl that everybody wants to hang out with, because and that, I feel like this is the wrong message and I feel like it has been sending the wrong message for a long time and feeding into the overall dissension um, of colorism inside of the black community where, again, it basically tells you that dark, it subliminally tells you that dark skin women are problematic, they're sassy, they talk too much, and just go get you a light skinned woman or a white woman, because they're not going to talk as much they're not going to be as loud, they're not going to be uh, so opinionated, right? And while I may be thinking too deep into this, and I, I swear to God, I hope I am, but that's what it seems like, especially now going back and watching them. Again, uh, the first example, after season three, where, you know, Aunt Viv was just every, uh, season two and three, I mean, Aunt Viv was everywhere, she was talking about African American history, she was leading a dance class, she was doing stuff that you really wouldn't see a woman of that age typically doing and looking damn good while doing it. And season four on down, you know, seasons four through six, rolled around, Aunt Viv's role just seemingly died right after that. And, well, as Daphne Reed would have some, you know, good lines or maybe good scenes from the show in those later seasons, it wasn't as impactful as it was with Aunt Vivian, which... Again, tells me like tells a compelling story or a compelling narrative over why that is. In the case of you know Claire, Kyle, and my wife and kids, you see that she goes from being sassy and uh, again sassy and talented to being a fucking dimwit that does absolutely nothing but falls down the stairs, acts completely stupid, and gets drunk on a whim and. I don't, that doesn't sit right with me, right, uh, and because, and Brianna, because I feel like she just left the show too early, um, there's not much for that to be said, uh, both, I mean, again, all the portrayals were very well done, but with the last one, I don't remember that one too much, so I have to go back and look into it, and then get back to you on that, uh, but these are just things that I've seen, I feel as though, again, for these, what, 20 some odd years, uh, 
for pretty much those the past two decades, uh, though that was a prolific issue, and I feel like that is always a prolific issue, as you see in a lot of different styles of movies or you know TV or just media in general, is dark skinned women are literally just shut on for any no apparent like no apparent reason um, in favor of like a white woman or a woman that is of a lighter skin tone. I don't understand why why dark skinned women are demonized but dark skinned men are fetish, like fetishized. That, that doesn't make sense to me. And then I'm going to get into that topic uh, a little bit later on into the episode. But I just as far as in the acting world I, I really would like to see a change in that because there's too many talented dark skinned women who can offer more to a role than being a sassy uh, black woman stereotype that just sits there and just mm-hmm and rolls her eyes and snaps her fingers and acts ratchet and ghetto. Like, anybody can act ratchet and ghetto and do these same things, but why is it always thrusted on a dark-skinned woman while a light-skinned woman is either treated as a dimwit or narcissistic and arrogant? These, there's so much more to dive deep into the, the mindset of a black woman uh, than just that aspect, and to be honest, even the same could be said for dark skinned men and light skinned men. Is we perceive darker skinned men to be this god of uh, sexual conquest, or even with light skinned men, as uh, as I heard from gay men and women, gay men and you know straight women, that, that that's the thing. Or as light skinned men, or as men, we judge light skinned men as soft or weaker because of their skin tone. You know, because back in the day, that's all that they were in the house. We was outside. You know, it was a dark skin man. That's how it would be portrayed as a light skin. Lighter skin folk were in the inside of the house as the dark skin folk was on the field because of the melanin in their skin, protecting them more from the sun. And, you know, with the light skin uh, people, you know, light skin black people, they can pass more off as white in some instances, depending on the, depending on the lightness of their skin, than their darker skin counterpoints, which would make them more acceptable, or more pleasant in their eyes, quote, quote, uh, quote, unquote, I mean, than the dark, their darker skin counterpoints. So going into... Like that form of discussion, I, I really would like to see a change in that that type of motif when it com- break, you know comes down into how black women or darker skinned black women, light skinned black women are treated inside of Hollywood and in life in general. Because uh, again, I've seen this a bunch of times. Uh, I've lived through that whole light skin versus dark skin era, as you know, we perceive light skinned women as arrogant, narcissistic. And just vastly more attractive than uh, darker skinned women, quote unquote, on attractive versus seeing black darker skinned women as, you know, equally or sometimes even less than thou, uh, less than the former uh, and more difficult, more, how do I say it, more opinionated. And I guess niggas don't like opinionated females, uh, women, sorry opinionated women uh so they just don't like to deal with it i do not like that aspect of it i feel as though as a black woman inside of the black inside of the black diaspora things need to be different i don't think we need to separate our women by the color of their skin but i really would like to see us move forward 
as you know, or people. I'm even gonna say just women. I think we need to stop separating ourselves by the color of our skins and realize that we're all a part of the same, a part of the same diaspora and the same struggle in this God-forsaken country. I think we need to stop going off of well, she's light-skinned, so she must be better than this person, and blah blah blah, and blah blah blah, and blah blah blah. Or he's light-skinned, so he's a bitch. I should give me with dark skin. Stop. Hardly stop. If you're going to get with somebody, if you're going to fall in love with somebody, if you're going to be there for somebody, do it based off the content of the character that they possess and not the color of their skin. I wholeheartedly don't think people like Malcolm X and Dr. King and Rosa Parks fought and died for us to literally tear each other apart because one person is a shade lighter than another or a couple shades lighter. Come on now. Come on now. Um... <laughs> Again, uh, just to reiterate the whole thing, I necessarily don't have a problem with an actress or actor being changed, right? Especially when it comes to black sitcoms. What I have a problem with is the, the tonal change that happens when it's a dark-skinned woman versus when she's placed with a lighter-skinned woman. It, the, ro the roles that you see is, is always different. The personality goes along with the complexion as they portray that the dark skinned woman is more is sassier, has a little bit more opinions, uh, is more vocal about everything, and then you have the lighter skinned woman who in some cases is a dimwit at worst and narcissistic at best. I don't like that. I don't like that personally as I want to get to a point uh, with everybody knowing that this is something that sh is not acceptable. It's really not acceptable. On that topic, while I'm on the topic, I feel as though the level of colorism, I did talk about this in season one of the podcast, this is unacceptable for a multitude of reasons. Dark, darker skinned people should not be demonized or fetishized more than their lighter skin counterparts, and they nobody in the black community should be demonized, uh, demonized or fetishized. We should be loved equally as human beings, not as trinkets or toys. That's just how that is. I'm not for me personally. I'm not gonna go and date a lighter skin, like a light skinned woman, purely for the fact that she's a light skinned woman. What I want to date her for is the same reason why I want to date a darker skinned woman, or a Caucasian woman, or a Asian woman, or a Hispanic woman. I want to date them for the contents that their character possesses. I want to date them for how they make me feel on the inside and out, and how our energies match and how our vibes are. Or I don't want to date them purely off the color of their skin, and that's just me personally. I wish that everybody can get to that point. Because for me, me for one, I'm tired of seeing the absolute abysmal treatment of dark-skinned women when it's not necessary. I don't understand where the concept of the darker your skin is, the uglier that you are perceived. That's no, there's nothing ugly about dark-skinned women. I don't understand where that misconception came from. I, I do know where it came from. I just don't understand why it's still prevalent. Why is it that dark-skinned women or darker-skinned women are always treated as an afterthought? Where their lighter-skinned you know, lighter or light-skinned counterparts are treated as a fucking glorified trophy. What is that? 
what is that? And I actually wanted to share it because I was going to do this at uh, another juncture as well. But there was a tweet from the actress from Queen and Slim. I think I still have it. I think I still have it. It was very interesting and it kind of goes along with the theme that I'm portraying right now. Let's see if I still have it. Oh, damn it, I do not. Damn it, I do not. But it went along. Oh, wait, wait. No, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Oh, hopefully I do. Because it really does go along with this. There it is. Um, so, Jodie Turner-Smith. Um, a beautiful, dark-skinned woman. If you've seen the movie Queen of Slam, uh, about the pretty much modern-day black Bonnie and Clyde, dude shoots, well, yeah, dude shoots a cop because he's being harassed. They go on a run. Yada, yada. So, if you see that movie, she is a very, very very delectable shade of dark skin, you know, and uh, dark skin woman, because like the just gorgeous this is a gorgeous woman. I don't feel like no matter what skin tone that she would possess, she would be a gorgeous woman. But for the sake of this, she is a dark skin woman, so or a darker skin woman. She's and it's nothing wrong with that. That melanated gold right there is just it's a one. But in this tweet, uh, or why she dated white men uh, preferably and I think she's married to a white man uh, it states that the first man that made her feel beautiful the first men I mean were white men sad but true sometimes black men would say I was pretty for a dark skinned girl by the way that was back in 2015 I just wanted everybody to know that so the concept right there the, the, the underlying fact of that is that she needed comfort for somebody outside of her ethnicity to even be perceived as beautiful. It's quite literally disgusting. I have, I'm on prefaces like this. I have no problem with interracial dating. What I have a problem with in this instance is the fact that we as black men have told this black woman that she wasn't beautiful enough because she was dark skinned because of her complexion because she was naturally darker skinned than you know other members other women in the diaspora other women inside the ethnic group that she was not beautiful that is wrong that is completely wrong there's nothing wrong with a woman being darker skinned than like everybody else, they, what does that matter? Why does that even matter? I understand where it came from. It came from a misconception, uh, misconception that happened you know, during slave times, during segregation, and everything of that nature. Um, I, but at this point, those are events that happened hundreds, if not who's going to be hundreds of years ago at this point. And I feel like we need to move past that. I don't feel as though we need to be demonizing our black women, our darker skinned black women. And praising lighter skinned black, like lighter skinned black women, above them, I think they need to be on an equal footing. As in my book, they are. That's just not right to me. That's just not right to me. Um, and another thing I really want to touch on is the the, and this really does piss me off. The whole-hearted fact that um, one can sit there and compare. Uh, or even say that one is cute for a certain skin tone or well, you're cute for a black girl or you're cute for a, a dark skinned girl or something of that nature I think that really needs to stop because what happens when 
like that that it's it's horrible. That's just downright horrible as that is what's portrayed in the media a lot of the time. Saying to a black like a dark skinned black woman that she's cute for a dark skinned girl is the equivalent of saying to a voluptuous white woman that she's thick for a white girl. It's literally undermining the fact that their body type it's to be honest out of their control 95 percent of the time but um or you know she or you know she got straight hair for or she got curly hair or so whatever for a hispanic woman or you know what what have you whatever insert whatever these are things that or for instance you are you kind of i guess how do i say this you ain't a punk like most light-skinned dudes. That's, that's the equivalent of that, as I could say, as another example. Just general things like that irritate me. Why does that need to be said? Why is it that the grand society and the grand scheme of things don't perceive darker-skinned women to be beautiful, but everybody else is? Make that make sense for me. You sit there and you tell a dark-skinned woman that you're cute for a dark-skinned girl, do you not realize? And as a man, I really want as, as a man, I, I want to ask a lot of different men this question. You realize that you were birthed, and, and, and the niggas that be saying this be dark skinned men. I said you were birthed from a dark skinned woman, right? Your sister is a dark woman. Your grandmother was a dark skinned woman. Her mother was probably a, a bit lighter or a dark skinned woman. You saying that to this dark skinned woman is the equivalent. Of you saying that to every dark-skinned woman in your family. If you don't understand that, if you don't realize that, take a look at your family tree, right? If you are a dark-skinned man and your mother's a dark-skinned woman and your sister's a dark-skinned um, woman and you look at this woman, this dark-skinned woman out in the street and you tell her that she's cute for a dark-skinned girl, I want you to project that onto every man that's talking to your sister, your aunties, your cousins, your mother, your grandmother. I want you to project that onto every man and project it into every situation that you get. How upset would you be to hear that? You know how upsetting that is for a woman to hear? To be undermined because her skin tone is a bit darker than uh, what you're used to. To be undermined because her skin tone is a very sexy color. Alright, a very sexy complexion. To be undermined and being told that you are less than thou because you are darker skin than what people are, you know, used to. To be told that dark skin is not right, but light skin is. That's what you're basically telling them. That's what you're basically telling me. Telling them as a black man, I'm supposed to be the one who encourages black women to reach their fullest potential to be there and vice versa they're supposed to you know do that to themselves right uh but it's not the case all the time you know I, it, well let me rephrase that as a black man i'm supposed to encourage my black women to reach their fullest potential as the, and uh the same can be said for you know, well, black people, I say, for darker skin, lighter skin, whatever, I was, I was supposed to encourage my entire people to do better and to reach the higher goals. And it's the same thing that can be said for women as they are in that same predicament as a black person. But when you hear people say that to dark skinned people, to dark skinned women, but then at the, in the same breath wonder why they go off and date white people or lighter skinned people, are, are you stupid? 
are you stupid? Like, is there's something classifiably wrong with your mind? Are you smoking crack? Like, is this, is it crack? Is it any form of drugs that you are under the influence of? Because if so, I need you to stop smoking. I really need you to stop smoking. Because that's not okay. That's never okay. That's never okay to even ascertain or even say that. But yet, that's, that's the huge problem that we face. It's a very huge problem that we face, and I really think that we need to get over that. Uh, we need to get past the looking at, you know, dark-skinned women as, ugh, and look at them for what they really are as beautiful women. We need to make them feel more appreciated, because I don't feel like dark-skinned women are feeling appreciated. I mean, now I'm seeing commercials where they're talking about, you know, like I saw a commercial uh, one day where it was like, this black woman was talking to her daughter and says, no matter what they say, you're beautiful. Or there's nothing wrong with your hair, just general stuff like that. Now, for the past five years, I've seen a shift in that where dark skin, darker skinned women are being more prolific inside of uh, different aspects like makeup and fashion and, and acting and, and, and where these places 10 years ago, not even 10 years ago, maybe 20, 25 years ago, they wouldn't be in these, these, these roles. They wouldn't be getting these type of roles, but they are now. And that's a good thing. I want to see more of that going forward. I want to see more of a push for all black women, just not the light skinned black women. Okay, uh, and with that, I am, <laughs> ironically, I'm done. I'm done. That is pretty much it for this episode. I really want to appreciate all those who I've listened to, pretty, been following me for a long time, been with me since the beginning of January, where I started, of last year, where I started, and up until now, as I take my little hiatuses for mental health issues and um, things of that nature, I do promise to come back stronger than ever with an episode Every single week, no matter what the topic is, no matter what it's talking about, whether it's me or it's a bunch of other people, I will be here. All right. I will be here. I love y'all. Do appreciate y'all. Go ahead and favorite this. I'm, I'm on, you know, it's funny. I'm on Apple Music. I'm like, I'm on, you know, iTunes podcast, Apple Podcasts or whatever. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on a lot of different podcasts and sites. So if you see me, if you hear my voice, go ahead and favorite your boy on some of them you know that that would be mad love that would be mad love i do appreciate y'all peace